Welcome to the Meditation Conversation. You are listening to Cara and Alessandra. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Today, we have a very exciting guest. We have Janesh Vaidya. And he is an Ayurvedic practitioner. He is an, um, he's written six books on uh, health, on the topic of health and wellness. Is that right, six, Janesh? Yeah, that is right. I think it is the seventh one. I didn't count it. I think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Many, anyway. Um, and he, he's been, um, practicing Ayurveda for, well, he grew up in an Ayurvedic, um, family and he also is a lecturer. He travels around the world and has done what hundreds of lectures. And, um, he's also the managing director of an Ayurvedic village in Kerala, South India. So many, um, much wisdom to be had, and um, it's really, really an honor to have you on our show. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Very- thank you, Kara. And uh, thank you, Alexandra, for uh, inviting me for this uh, wonderful program. I'm very happy to join with you. Hmm. We're very grateful to have you. And uh, I have a bit of more personal connection because I... I got to know you. Was it I or got to know you? I met you first time two years ago. Janesh was traveling through my little town here in Sweden, and he was having a lecture. And this was about a time when I was more of diving into the world of yoga. Perhaps it was three years ago, um, and um, I somehow signed up to volunteer or help before the lecture, and. Um, then after that, I also had a session with Janesh as a, an Ayurvedic practitioner. I'm right now working on one of his books, which is a great book um, with exercises. It's called Live as Your Dream. And I've also read several, uh, many of your books. So I have been very inspired by you, Janesh, and it's so great to have you here. And I think what you have helped me the most with is to learn to tap into my heart, which I'm not sure what your uh, vision is when you, because I know you are a lot of time in India, but you also go to the West and hold lectures. So it will be interesting to hear what is it that you, what do you see that the West can learn from the East? What made you come here to share the wisdom uh, I think, uh, first of all, uh, we in India, we practice uh, Ayurveda for uh, many centuries. And also, you know that uh, that doesn't mean that we all are still practicing Ayurveda. When people hear about India, people have a picture that everybody in India practicing yoga and Ayurveda. That is not true. Uh, right now we are uh, looking up to the western world and uh, what uh, happening in the west uh, unfortunately 
and uh, it's the same thing when you come here uh, you can see that many people are uh, living uh, healthy in the west too or they have health conscious so there is I, i don't want to first of all categorize one area is healthy or other area is not healthy so why i came to the west is uh, to give my traditional knowledge because uh, i am from a traditional family vaidya family uh, that we have uh, many 100 years that means my family have 600 years of uh, tradition in practicing ayurveda that's amazing so <laughs> yeah i am lucky to born in that and get the knowledge from my ancestors uh, but i come back to my ancestors i know very little maybe 10% uh, of what they know uh, and practice ayurveda but that 10% i think is uh, quite a lot for me because that uh, that changed my life and i want to tell that that story when it's just a story because uh, it is a lifestyle ayurveda is not uh, just going to uh, get a massage or eating some pills mm-hmm. i'm sure that when you hear that some of the ayurveda practitioners think then what is ayurveda ayurveda is a lifestyle it is a holistic lifestyle you have to live in that uh, life from morning till evening you have to walk on ayurveda sleep on ayurveda breathe ayurveda that's a style and yoga and meditation now all around the world we can see every corner in in the world there is a yoga studio or a meditation center but uh, many many of them actually forgetting the root of yoga mm-hmm. so ayurveda is the root of yoga so oh, i say to people that we do practicing yoga without knowing the roots without knowing ayurveda is like dancing without music <laughs> so you miss the essence of it so that is why we need to know that ayurveda there is no field uh, we can say without the the influence of ayurveda you can find if you uh, talk about food we have the recipe ayurveda food food recommendation so if you know ayurveda you can use it in anywhere any field in in your life so when i bought ayurveda to the west i was not just bringing some ayurveda pills or some techniques or anything i was trying to bring a lifestyle to here that includes the food and even thoughts even uh, yoga meditation uh, so many things involved in it so that is the knowledge i was trying to give uh, from my perspective actually to give to the western world through the books and lectures as the reason the first i came to came to the west and so when you when you do talk about health and wellness my mind as a westerner <laughs> immediately goes to the physical body and i hear what you're saying about this being you know covering all aspects of life do you want to speak a little bit about um how ayurveda goes beyond the physical body yeah definitely ayurveda has uh, uh, all sides of uh, practice ayurveda has a psychology part that's very important maybe many 
Ayurveda practitioner in the West, they don't even he heard about it. So I talk about it. It's called Manashastra. So I am specializing in basically in Manashastra. Manashastra means the psychology part of Ayurveda. How much important we give for the body or that much important we should give for the mind too. Or I must say you should give a little bit more importance to the mind because everything starts from the mind. Right. So, yes, and it is like we practice, we talk about a different kind of diet. Like um, whatever food you eat that you are, that's the, uh, that everybody knows. If you eat good, you, you your body will be good and you can maintain your body in a better condition because you will have a better digestion and metabolism. So, so the same system in the mind metabolism too. If you practice... Uh, the mind metabolism uh, making it good by giving the right food to your mind. So what is the right food? Thoughts are the food. So if you give right thoughts, if you feed your mind with right thoughts every day, every hour, every moment, then you will easily process that food in the, in the stomach of your mind. That is the heart. Heart is the stomach of your mind. Your brain is the mouth of your mind. Oh, no, so when that's you process, interesting. I'm trying. I I need a minute to process that. So the heart. Say that again. The the heart is the. Yeah, say, just like we are eating food, we are uh -huh. taking the thoughts and putting into our brain and chewing it there several times. That means mm -hmm. we are thinking. We are processing. So to get a picture, that I normally ask to my uh, students that to think about that if there is a poison food coming in front of you, will you take it? Will you open your mouth? Mm -hmm. They say no, definitely not. If it's a poison thought coming into your mind, will you will you let that thought in, in going into your mind? They say no, but we don't have any choice. It is directly mm -hmm. going into your mind. I said no, we have choice. We are opening the mouth. We are opening our brain to to catch that thought. That is a practice yeah. and uh, subconsciously we are used to do that. So every negativity going inside. So mm -hmm. what shall I do with it if already gone into my mind? What will you do if you have a poison food already gone into your mouth? They say immediately spit it out. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing. So if you cannot stop the negativity, it's already into your mouth, then you have to spit it out. You have to have a practice that can take away the negativity from your mind. Mm -hmm. So that is the practice I'm giving through my lectures and books, how you can spit it out, spit out your negativity immediately. Within mm -hmm. seconds, you can do it. Because first thing you need to realize it is a poison. Mm -hmm. So physically mm -hmm. we can do it because we we know how to spit it out. Mentally the same practice we are doing. But if you don't spit it out, what will happen? You eventually swallow that and come to the stomach of the mind. Heart and is the stomach of the mind. So heart. a poison thought processing in the heart, like it's coming down. If you keep it in the mouth, it will go down. If you keep it in the brain, Eventually, it goes down to your heart and it will process as a bad feeling. Mm. So, for example, if you see somebody, you don't, maybe that person did something wrong to you in the past. So, you look at the person, what comes into your mind? A poison thought, you a dislike. And if you keep that dislike inside, 
your mind, it will go down to your heart eventually. But if you immediately spit it out and just like say that, okay, whatever happened, this happened. Like uh, now I don't want to keep that in, in my mind. So there are ways of that. It is not easy as I think, like or I say, because it is, there are ways of practice step by step. If you practice that, you can spit it out and you can avoid that go goes. But if it goes down into the heart, you feel immediately, oh, I feel so much anger because it's already in the stomach. So if we have a poison food in the stomach, what shall we do? We have to puke it out then. Mm. So puking is a little more harder than spitting. But that is the only way. You have to to confront right, to that. How to Maybe you have to go and talk to the person. If you are angry to your boss, you have mm. to say, I'm really sorry. I have to discuss with you something because I'm, I feel angry because this is not working the way I want mm -hmm. to. If you are angry to your partner, you are. You can say, I am annoyed with you because this I didn't like what you did. But I am sorry, I had to discuss with you. Mm -hmm. But if you do that, even though puking is not a nice feeling, it will mess up the around you, you can clean it up. But mm -hmm. at least you won't keep that puke. You don't, we won't keep that anger inside. That will help you in the coming days. But if you keep that anger, it goes down to the next level. That is the emotional level. There okay. it stays for a long time and that anger can be a strong emotion called hate. So some people, they live with the hate. Hate is like a tumor. It grows and it became like a cancer and it, it ruins the total system. So it is the same thing with the physically. So mentally and physically, if you compare uh, what is happening, there are so much similarities and you can give the picture, the idea that how it functions uh, if you take a poison food or if you are living in a poisonous atmosphere. So try to save your mind. That is the first step or emergency. You shouldn't postpone that to tomorrow because maybe this is the day, today, the time you are listening to me. This is the time. This is the moment. This is the second. We have to stop it. We mm -hmm. have to save our mind. Everything else, you can forget about it because everything else is not that important but our mind. So this is the theory of uh, Ayurveda that I am trying to give to or trying to tell to people around the world during my travels and uh, during my lectures. I feel like this is a great part of wisdom that the East really can offer to the West because so many times we have physical illnesses or perhaps only imbalances, and we seek help, and we don't realize that the problem is actually not in the body, but it's in the mind. And if we go back to my personal experience with having a session with Janesh, that was exactly what I experienced. I won't go too much into detail because it's my personal story, <laughs> but I wasn't ill, and but I, you know, I had things that I was working with, and what we or what I realized in the session was that Janesh triggered some things in my mind which really accelerated a lot of realizations and you know I I started a process I started work with this book which is great I wish it was in English you don't have the English version right Janesh uh, I have uh, 
no sorry i don't think i have that english version that live as you dream well for the swedish listen- listeners uh, mm-hmm. i would so much recommend that book but anyway so just to do this process of sitting down every day to look at my thoughts to look at my feelings my emotions it's been so helpful but also just you know meeting with someone doesn't look at you only as a body but looking at you as a whole your body mind or you are a soul and you have a body and a mind and it's it's a really blessing to be able to be seen in that way for mm. someone who seeks deeper understanding about themselves or whatever imbalances they are facing in life and i know people personally who've been healed from severe illnesses through ayurveda even though a western doctor said it won't be possible to heal this illness through ayurveda it was possible i'm not saying western doctors are bad i'm just saying it we have a lot to learn from both traditions mm. yeah i think uh, alexandra what you said is right uh, one way because um, every medicine has its own uh, purpose <coughs> western medicine has around 400 500 years of uh, history while the other one has uh, more than 5000 we say but i i must say around 14000 because before 5000 also we have the record actually to to have ayurveda in in the beginning tribes were using a kind of ayurveda that is what later became a literature 5000 years ago so anyway so compared to this history you know that when the modern medicine has only very short history but why it is very important in the modern world and definitely i respect the modern doctors because they are working really hard now when we are talking you know how many hospitals they are just working from morning till late night to save the life because we are on on that level when we got into a stage where there is nothing else to do but save the life maybe cutting an organ away they have to do doing a surgery or opening a heart open surgery everything it is like but why should we reach there if we are having a lifestyle that can uh, uh, take care of ourselves and we if we are using a medicinal system Uh, as a part of our lifestyle not when we get sick going to the doctor and take a medicine no even when we are not getting sick even all time in our life we should use our medicine as a preventive method to not to get disease that's what ayurveda teaching and food is the only medicine there is no other pills mm. but in case if you are not living that way definitely we will end up in a state then we need quick solution fast food fast life and fast death then fast medicines also mm. so in the modern world definitely we cannot think about uh, a life style without the modern doctors because everything is fast if you think about the trains and aeroplanes we are searching for not more faster and now the if you think uh, maybe you heard about the 4g is going to go out and now the 5g connections are going to come yeah. and it is the impact of it it is like a microwave 
and that wave can go in deeper into the human body cells even that is what the researchers are saying and it can affect our health it can affect the brain it can affect the heart and genitals these are the areas it can go deeper and make uh, some changes even so it affects the children and it is everywhere going to get in the world so in the modern world when we have this modern technology one way it is good because if you get 5g you can download anything in in a fraction of a second you can use it anywhere technology is going to be much faster but at the same time it is polluting the health of the atmosphere and also these waves can go anywhere so this is why we are saying that in the modern world we need modern solutions then why what is the importance of ayurveda ayurveda is if you are keeping that lifestyle definitely you can reduce or avoid the risk of getting disease and ending up in the hospitals and that should start from the mind our so, main problem nowadays is actually mind you know that how many people while listening to this program how many people have holding the stress inside that is affecting each cell of the body Mm. so we have lot of stress uh, hormones and every every time when we get stress it is it is uh, making some reactions come uh, chemical reactions even in the brain even it is affecting the level of dopamine that is what making like uh, people say that why more people are getting parkinson and many kind of diseases because of it is going to be higher and higher because it's affecting stress is one of the major i must say it is a disease mm. Mm. that is we have to find solution that is why yoga meditation everything is um, helping people or everything is a tool and also food why i recommend people more eat more plant based food because it has healing powers nature's healing effect directly getting into the body through mainly one of the main system is actually through the food if you eat clean food healthy food you it can help you to reduce your stress reduce your anxiety reduce your depression mm-hmm. so this is very simple message it's not nothing uh, to like a rocket science or anything but people say it is uh, difficult because they are used to live in this they want they have hard time to change from what they are doing so i say you don't need to change immediately but make small changes step by step changes i can show you the result like a simple changes that you can do everybody listening this i can give you one tip that can change your change and make a major change in your life from tomorrow onwards you can start it if you want to i love this i can't wait yes <laughs> yes we can wait to that until the end of the program oh. okay you can ask okay. other question yeah well i was going to ask you if because i know i know both me and car have been studying ayurveda a little bit and it do seem a little bit hard as a westerner because i know for myself and others that are interested it you know being interested and then starting to implement it into your life is a different thing and even as a westerner being very interested you know it takes time to implement it so for people that are listening and want to start to do something where where do you start 
where what are a few tips that you think people can start implement to their lives yeah it's it's a, it's a very good question and many people are asking this question uh, to me so what i say if you first thing definitely if you want to ask uh, like or if you want to make a start something in your life you should start within you like mahatma gandhi said if you want to see the changes in the world make that changes first in your own life mm. so if you want to make that changes outside you have to make that if you, for example what you would like to hear from other people about you you want to talk good about you right right yeah. yes everybody likes to want to talk so that is the same thing you have to do others too mm. you have to talk good to other people too if i am talking bad to other people how can i expect that they should talk good about me yeah it is the same thing with your action what action you want world to do and that action you should do so everything is like a boomerang everything will return that's mm. what we believe in india that we call it karma what you do today that will return to you soon or later mm-hmm. it can even later later but it can be next moment too so always try to be honest try to that is the first thing when you practice uh, ayurveda honest means maybe we have so many weakness like maybe that is what we are wor- worried and we are trying to be um, like trying to hide that try to to neglect that trying to suppress that instead of that maybe or not maybe in my experience most of the people what you believe is your weakness actually your strength what you believe is your weakness is your strength and that's what you are trying to hide what you are trying to hide is your treasure hmm. so what will happen because of that you never never find your treasure or never show your treasure never use your treasure all your life you compare you with someone else and try to be someone else but you and you live a life that is different that is supposed to be not supposed to be you are supposed to born for it maybe you are supposed to be a singer or a dancer or a writer or an artist any kind of but maybe you are not confident you you think oh why am i for example in ayurveda if you look through ayurveda you can find the personalities Mm-hmm. when you look at your personality maybe you see, you see yourself how unorganized a person i am every time when i want to finish something i cannot finish i start up everything but i never finish in my own life maybe I, when i come to my room it is so messy i never try to find a, an order in my anything but you know that that is that you see yourself as a limitation and maybe you punish yourself for several times but actually if you carefully look at not what it is why it is then you see it is a part of your personality and most of the artist people they have that personality so what does that mean you are an artist see finding that <laughs> an artist like yeah if you make mm. a collage with a with a scale and a symmetrical order it is not an art when you make a painting it can it should be messy that's the way mind works so mm. if you know what's your quality maybe quality is hidden as a limitation because you have heard that society said this is very bad you are doing this is not right you are doing so you have heard and you suppressed your true feelings and you made a robotic behavior 
to match or suit or adapt to the society you are living in and that is why you are not satisfied but your in inner mind your heart is searching for something else and you are living in the same society so one way you are living in the same society by compromising your true feelings and true wishes other way you are depressed inside mm. and stressed for not finding what i want see this, this is so interesting janesh because you're speaking about something that i just received a message this morning that somebody close to me is going through exactly what you're talking about where um she has discovered a truth about herself that she's been terrified to open up about and she has opened up recently about it and it's not gone well <laughs> she's met a lot of resistance because of um because of that truth and and i you know in my thought i i keep advising you know pull back and look at the long flow of life you know this is just this transitional bumpy part but what what do you offer in cases like that when people are trying to express their truth or or they're trying to enter a new phase in their life but they are meeting you know they're not meeting acceptance with the people that they love around them i i personally when uh, when i when a client come to me and asking this uh, same question what i try to tell them that if your life is if you are happy if you are happy means you are satisfied in what you are having and if if you think that like you want to be go i won't try to say anything i just say okay just go with it mm. just go with it because changing altering a human mind is not so easy as you think it is very complicated it is one of the most risky job you are involving in it so it is just like a snake in the cage you are trying a poisonous snake you are trying to to take and put it outside so it is like we if we are satisfied and if you are going that way smoothly going but if you are not i will i say that you must definitely you shouldn't uh, make a smile if you are not feeling to smile you should mm-hmm. accept it okay i am not satisfied it's nothing nothing to be shy to be naked nothing to be shy or nothing to be embarrassed mm-hmm. nothing to feel guilty because this is not your fault this is not your fault the time you enter you came to this world as a child and time you enter into a kindergarten and school what you have learned is mathematics and social science and politics and so many things that is not your brain need your brain needs something else but unfortunately our educational system that develop you to plug in to the society to suit with the society maybe you you are successful in the society maybe not but your success or failure is not about what designation you have in the society or in your office mm-hmm. or what age you are or what physical condition you are or what uh, other economical situation you have nothing your success is about what you feel this day this mm-hmm. moment if you can hold the happiness that is coming to your mind if you can hold the peace that cannot be disturbed by what you have or what you don't have in your life that is where you can say i am rich 
Mm. Even when you don't have a job, even when you don't have a house to stay, even not even a single person with you, you can stand and say that I am rich because mm. I am satisfied and I am happy. Because of I am happy, I am rich. So what we need to be rich without anything, without money, without your designation, without your house, without your car, can you say, can you feel? But most of the people in the world, they feel rich or they feel safe, they feel comfort because of they have everything else. They have a wall of people around. They have a job. They have education. This is all the, the, the pillar they are holding. But actually, you should be able to say without all these things, if you can keep the satisfaction and happiness. When you reach in that position, actually, you are living the life. You are living the life. Otherwise, you are leaving the life, not living, leaving. Mm-hmm. So, we are cheating every moment, every day, waking up in the morning and saying that, okay, maybe this day, maybe another day, but every day we are cheating until the last day. So, this is what I want to make the change. This is what I'm trying to tell people. Even you leave only this day. Mm. Just leave not leave right but this is a challenge i like i don't know if you can say it's a typical westerner thing maybe maybe it happens in the east as well but we are so conditioned as you said from when we are children it's very easy to get conditioned by society by our culture by our family and that the true self can be hidden and as you said we live as a person we don't really want to be. I can very much relate to this. I've been very conditioned by society and trying to live as someone that I thought would rather fit into society than the person I was, than I, that I am inside. And this, these tools of Ayurveda and meeting Janesh really helped me to, you know, let go of some of those walls and me and Cara have been talking about this as well earlier on the podcast, the importance of the heart and, you know, because we, we are not, we can't just be in our mind all the time and thinking and analytical thoughts. But I see that also as a meditation teacher with clients I meet. It's it's so hard, like it's it's really a barrier in the West because we, we are so trained to think analytical and reason through life and we have forgotten how to listen to our hearts and so what do you say, Janesh? Is there an Ayurvedic tool? How do we get back to our hearts and listen to our hearts? Because it is it sounds easy, but I know it's not so easy to actually apply it. There is nothing easy or difficult. It's the way we think. If you think something is uh, easy, it will be 10 times easier than it is. And if you think something is difficult, it will be 10 times more difficult than it would be. So it is first of all set our mind. Nothing is easy, nothing is difficult. Everything as it is. How much you want, that is the most important. How much you want to make the change. Make the change doesn't mean that should be a yogi going to the Himalayas and putting so much ashes around your skin and... uh, no, that is not the way it should be. It won't work. It won't function like that. So when I came first time to Europe, I had my village clothes. 
I have a long beard and uh, I have a hair like uh, a bundle of hair on my top. So I thought it is okay because that's the way I'm in the in my village or it was like that. But it was not okay because it attracts uh, some people. They were searching for a guru and uh, some people thought it is a spooky man coming from India. <laughs> it is a kind of guru. But uh, all what I got is a mis- misunderstanding. Because they were looking into an image that thought that they thought that is what called Renaissance, and more difficult was actually in the customs. They have to to put me a lot of uh, checking, so it is all became difficult. And finally, I cut my hair and uh, beard, and I change uh, the clothes uh, like a normal shirt and uh, jeans. So it became like uh, easy because then I could connect more or relate more to the the modern society people are not uh, staring at me like before <laughs> so what i am thinking is now when i am just putting a t-shirt and walking through the street it is like i can feel that it's easy because when i am talking to people they are at least like all the kind of we say normal people society people they can relate it to and instead of talking hundreds of mantras and sanskrit words that i have learned in my school days from my guru gulam i st- i am not talking too much i am talking the the language that people understanding and the metaphor of simple car and aeroplane or computer so people are very much uh, easily understanding what i am talking uh, compared to before what that's the same thing i am suggesting people to when you say that okay now i am going to change because this is uh, i know that something is wrong so i am going to leave this society and i am going to run away from here and go into the forest or or on the mountains and leave the that is not going to work either because you need to function you need to function in the so- same society and you need to make the changes in the society you are living in by inspiring them through your own life so whatever changes you want to make uh, in others you have to show through your own life so that is that means it is your dharma dharma means your duty that's the reason you are traveling through this world this planet here to show that a life or help others through your own life not just teaching if you, anybody can teach but it is more important don't tell but show like writers get a lesson from when we are starting writing okay don't tell but show that is the same thing show what you want to tell through your life yeah yes this has been really really um insightful to say the least and i know that janesh offered a little teaser earlier on where he talked about um things that we can do to um, start using the Ayurvedic um, practices in our own life. So would you like to inform us about what you were going to suggest? Yes, of course. Uh, it is about the uh, yogic practice. It has been practiced uh, in uh, by the yogis, uh, basically from the Himalayas. And uh, they were the one of the practice. I am doing it in my life and I, I think it, it, it feels very good. and many people started to practice that they also said oh this is one of the best practice they want to to continue for the rest of the life and it cost nothing just i i must say zero 
because it is called water therapy and the practice is ease with water. And the practice is like this. When you wake up in the morning, take a glass of water. I must say lukewarm water. Lukewarm is slightly warm. That is drinkable. That is the way and in the empty stomach. So when if uh, suppose you are waking up at uh, 6 o'clock or 6.30, you take that as the first thing by just washing. If you want to wash your mouth, you can wash, but don't brush it or anything because mm -hmm. we don't want any kind of chemicals getting inside the with the water. So that's why just wash your mouth and then drink a glass of lukewarm water. And you can sit on like in a relaxed way in, in a... Um, yogic position or whatever is comfortable for you, but drink it slowly, just like you are enjoying while you are doing it. That is the first thing. And then after that, 30 minutes or 45 minutes. Exactly good is actually 45 minutes, but if you cannot hold on that long, at least 30 minutes, don't eat or drink anything. So this will help your metabolism and this will help a cleansing because it's the first flushing out the system. So, if you are interested in, you can go to uh, continue this for a few days and increase the amount, one glass to two and two to three and three to four and up to a certain level. And that is uh, the water therapy if you want to do complete session. But don't continue more than three months in the top level because I must say it can also flush out some essential minerals from the body. So three oh, months is a safe hmm. period. After that, you have to come down to back to. So how you can get this chart and other thing, if you want to know how many glasses and how many weeks in between, all the things, you can get it information uh, from my website. So if you visit my website, you can get the information or you just write to um, the office. So we will give send you the chart. That's wonderful. And, um, and we will, of course, have a link to your website, which I'm really glad that you talked about that water therapy because I read about that on your website. And um, you have a lot of wonderful resources, including a self-test that is very thorough. And um, so that's another great resource for listeners if you want to explore this some more. Um, I highly recommend just visiting his website and seeing some of the um, the resources that he has there for everybody. And if you want a full experience, of course, you can go and visit his village in India. Yeah. Okay, you all are welcome, warmly welcome. But uh, <laughs> as I said uh, in the beginning that it is definitely, you don't need to go anywhere if you want to experience Ayurveda, the true Ayurveda, because... It is within you. You have the all, all everything, all the powers. So only thing you need is to keep a discipline and start with this water therapy. And uh, also, if you want to, really want to, you can take a test like Kara said it, suggested it. It is a good idea. It is the test is uh, in my website, a self test. You just need to spend ten minutes, and in ten minutes you know what is the dominating presently dominating element in your body and according to that you can uh, start uh, practicing your uh, yoga some yoga programs it will lead to the yoga session and uh, food 
style and also lifestyle with some slight changes and so try this uh, for, for three weeks or four weeks because within that time you will see the difference uh, in your health uh, mentally and mm-hmm. physically then you can decide okay you want to go forward or not that is what i'm giving you the you can call it as a challenge mm. that's beautiful well thank you so much janesh for being with us here and for sharing yes. thank you thank you alexandra and thank, thank you, you kara for uh, all all this time you give to me for uh, for your listeners and definitely um, hopefully we will come back with a new topic if uh, your listeners uh, have more questions or something and Absolutely. so yes that would be great keep keep, keep it open this uh, conversation we will mm-hmm. meet again Beautiful. Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. It's really been an honor. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, wow, that was really really insightful and helpful. I um I really enjoyed that. So, um we hope also that you enjoyed this and we wanted to um encourage you to contact us we have um the the meditationconversation.com website where you have the ability to contact us we'd love to hear from you if there are things you want to share about this episode or any episode or if you have any topics that you'd love for us to explore um we would really love to hear from you and also um If you were inspired by this podcast, this episode, or again, any episode, please do feel free to share and help spread the word. Um, And you can also rate or subscribe or download or review the podcast. All of those things really help to um, keep the energy flowing and um, they help with the, the different algorithms that the podcast world uses. So um, we do appreciate your support in that way. And, um, and we very much look forward to the next meditation conversation. <laughs>